All right. Good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So longtime listeners, you know, I love to geek out about health and healthy lifestyle balance. But obviously in the tagline of the show, we are here to fuel your health, business and lifestyle as a reminder for our newer listeners and newer subscribers. And I've always reminded people that in business, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you know, W2 employees. Okay. It's, it's cool too. I was there too. You know, you got to understand that if you put your health and your lifestyle first, you'll succeed more in everything in life, whether it be relationships, your business or anything else. So when I stumble across or get introduced to uh, new guest co-hosts, like I'm bringing you today, and they might know a little bit about the, I'm going to use this word because I did it before I hit recording, the woo-woo side of health, which again, at the end of this show, you decide if it's woo-woo or not, because I geek out about Lots of things over the years after bringing amazing influencers on like Dr. Jack Cruz and other people in the world that understand things like energy and proper healthy uh, sun exposure and, oh, something along the lines of EMF, uh, which we're going to geek out about today. Uh, this guy might know a little bit about rock and rolling around EMF uh, since his brand and his website is emfrocks.com. Uh, but he's also the author of Athleticism. So we're talking about here, whole body, whole brain. It's all about peak performance. You've heard that on this show over the years, people understanding, trying to hack things, uh, the biohackers. Or once I had the infamous Dr. Jack Cruz on the show, he told me, well, my fans and followers are beyond the biohackers. It's all about mitohackers. Understand the mitochondrial health of your body. And as somebody who was an analyst and a coach in the telecom world, and worked his way up through companies before even the company of T-Mobile existed. I exist in the cell phone world, cell phone towers, all this frequency and, and, and all these things that are coming off of your electricity, your cell phones, everything else. Guys, there's a lot going on here, okay? There's a lot of discussions around EMF, especially nowadays in this 5G BS and everything else. So we're going to get geeky a little today. And so the guy who's going to help me do that today is Justin Franson. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on, Scott. Did I set the stage enough? Could could you and I possibly geek out about EMF? Easy day for that. That's an easy day? It's an easy day? Okay. I love it. I love it. So there, there's some products I want to geek out about eventually on this show today uh, because you're doing something different, which uh, draw, draw me to you. I'm like, darn it. I thought I saw and knew everything. But I got to know because I'm a sales and marketing geek. Love the branding. EMF rocks. Uh, okay. Grounded by nature. And uh, I didn't always have a grounding mat, you know, in in my studio. Uh, I didn't understand the importance of that. Um, and but then I hear about these rocks and all these other things. So let's pause on that to set the stage. What turned you into a geek about this stuff? Well, same as you. It's all about health. You know, you feel crappy. You can't be productive. It's that simple. So. I started athleticism.com 25 years ago, working with the amateur and professional athletes. And that whole learning curve, even before that on EMF side of things, when I would talk to a girlfriend too long on the phone, my head would hurt on a corded phone when I was younger. And I say landline days, man, landlines. Yeah, yeah, the landline. And it, I could still feel it. And I was the last guy to get a cell phone. So I knew this stuff was different. I would wear a watch. I wore a watch all the time. Anyone knows me knew I, I had a tan line like crazy hmm. and knew it, but it still hurt. I'd be like, why does this hurt right here? That's weird. So I had a few of these early on learning experiences that I didn't understand why until I had an athlete, one of the strongest, fittest endurance guys come through the door. His old arm went weak hmm. and I'm like, okay. He's wearing a smartwatch like, hey, take that smartwatch off your wrist. That's radiation. You know, let's get rid of it. Mm -hmm. His arm got better without me doing anything to it. Interesting. So that was the aha moment. And that drove well, hold us. On, Justin, he doesn't know what his steps were that day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden now we got to know what our daily steps are. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So <laughs> the meta universe, it doesn't exist in our world. Mm. So I, I, you got to get back to knowing how you feel without a watch telling you how many steps you took, how good of a workout you had, how well you slept, uh, you know, all that stuff. So mm. that, but that, that thank goodness, those smartwatches, they, they got me into the CMF space 
And you know, as everyone else looks to nature to get grounded, you got to put a grounding rod in it. You could you all your electricity gets grounded into the ground. So did I. And we rolled out these incredible EMF rocks grounding bags that we sell through doctor clinics all around the country. Yeah. So, and I think that's an important thing to important a part to kind of like pause on is that let's think about this for just simple electricity. You build a home, at least here in the North American U.S., right? We have landline uh, technology, meaning your phones are being run across telephone poles, your electrical lines are being that way, your cable, your internet, uh, et cetera. Lots of wires going everywhere. Um, could we put them underground? That would be look a hell of a lot nicer. And some areas they do. So, But that being said, you build a house. Now you run thousands of volts through your house. Well, what is the one thing they have to do? They have to ground the house. Every home built ha should should have a, a steel rod hammered deep into the earth, and then it is grounded to the house. It, that's just a standard protocol. I don't even build homes. Actually, to be fair, I did do a, a couple of years of volunteer work with Habitat for Humanity and did build homes. So I got the geek out about that with them. Uh, but that was a long time ago. But again, something as simple as, okay, well, electricity, lots of things going on, got to ground the house. And then- all of a sudden, again, back to that keyword of woo-woo, people, even I thought about this a long time ago. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe I should be grounding myself. Uh, uh, what's this thing about earthing and grounding? And I always felt amazing when I went camping. And I'd walk in the dirt and walk around the campsite. And I, and you take your high-tech rubberized uh Quick pause there, technical glitch. Uh, but what we were saying here is about high-tech rubberized shoes, things of that nature, enjoying the campsite life. And uh, and I, I was talking to Justin before we hit record, and I was saying how I, I, I got to – I had the honor and amazing experience to uh, learn what it's like to serve as a wildland firefighter. And, like, yeah, we had these big boots and stuff, but every single night we laid out in our in our sleeping bags on the ground, in the woods, sometimes at high altitude. And it's like, this is great. We don't have to do very much. So why is it that we think it's weird to earth or ground ourselves and try and find ways to be healthier, sleep better, and get around these things? Like, I don't know, Justin, what, what are your thoughts? Why, why is it considered woo-woo? <laughs> well, it's because you don't understand physics, not you personally, but mm -hmm. we as a population have not been taught about it and so that's what we're going to do we're going to just give everyone something that they can chew on that's palatable and really simplify this topic of invisible waveforms okay so invisible waveforms now the good thing is this i am seeing more and more people talk about emf i think you're probably excited too because thanks to our ooh, and i'm a high-tech guy but I know we don't need 5G. Uh, there's a lot of 5G being pushed. And the safety protocols around it, because I have friends that are RF engineers for AT&T and other companies, I know we've rushed the release of this, and there's way less shielding. I mean, just as simple as what you're talking about, the uh, the watch. I watched an amazing video. Uh, what is the measurement device that they use to measure uh, the frequencies coming off that you can't see? Uh, well, there's three, but the acoustometer measures wireless. Okay. So, dude, you think your iPhone gives off a lot? Holy crap. Those wearable devices? I was blowing away. I was like, I've never bought one of them. I'm like, I don't need an iWatcher. Well, again, not, not bust on Apple. All the wearables. I was like, okay, I'm good. And and even the smartphones. Yes, I use an iPhone, but I I have, um just to shout them out, uh, Bone char bon Charge out of, out of, um, out of Australia, I've got some of their stuff. I've got another company. They give you like that adhesive thing you could put over the phone backing, and that helps block some of it. Never got into the watches. After I watched that video, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm putting that on my arm. <laughs> like that athlete story you were just talking about. All you did was take it off their arm and say, leave it off for a couple of days, right? And all of a sudden, they're feeling better. Exactly. Hmm. Why? Okay, so let's dive into this. Our body is one with the universe. Pretty simple. Everything has a resonance. The framework of every 
organism on the entire planet is uh, has a, a resonance mm-hmm. period and the resonance the waveform there's a name for it it's called a scalar wave and it's a wave that's unpolarized that distributes equally in every direction it's that simple okay so we just name the waveform and we share that it distributes equally in every direction mm-hmm. let me give you an example is the sun a laser dot that just points at your wall and you can move it around or anything or just drill the hole in your wall. No, No. it would just zap us if that were the case. It distributes equally in every direction. If I dropped a pebble in a pond, does the splash go in a one directional line to the right, left? Equals circular waves passing outward. Exactly. That's a scalar wave. Framework for the entire planet. Our resonance, our electromagnetic field through piezoelectric thermal dynamics, our energy in our body. It doesn't just shoot off my right shoulder to the right in a straight line. No, it's six foot. They mm-hmm. got the, they got us right on that one. And then, uh, but it's a resonance that goes all around us. That's a scalar wave. All non-native man-made electromagnetic fields or frequencies are one directional waveforms or they don't work. Right. Thanks to, again, no offense on the history history of engineers and scientists and technologists who have figured all this stuff out. It's very exciting. Obviously, we take advantage of electricity. I have electricity in my office right here, right now. It's powering everything we're doing. Uh, but there's an understandable, well, now a more understandable side effect of us taking advantage of quote modern technology, which is what you're referring to. Uh, EMF is not the same of these of the scalar energy. And just to simplify some of it, it was like, again, like I was saying, wearing fancy boots or shoes or whatever, having all these rubberized soles, we've lost the ability to connect with this natural resonating frequency with the earth. And we're beings that came from the earth. We're carbon beings that were created, whatever it is, whatever your, whatever your uh, belief is hundreds, thousands of years ago, biologically doesn't matter. Anything alive on this planet is thanks to this planet. So everything's got to have a resonating frequency, whether it's a tomato or or you or me, right? There, there's a resonating frequency. And the, the closer we can align with that, I, from my research, the healthier we can be. Is is that too simple? I don't know. It's, it, it's that simple. That's all you really need. Okay. Get grounded by nature because that's mm-hmm. our nature. And the reason is, is we feel so good when we go on vacation is because we're outside most of the time. Or go to a wait, like like maybe went to the beach, you know, mm-hmm. or go to Hawaii or what have you. You're getting the sunlight, which is an unpolarized charge from above. So our body acts like a body battery. So we get the positive from above, mm-hmm. unpolarized, one directional or polarizing. We get a negative ionic charge from below. We pull those electrons in it. We breathe in minerals. Hopefully we get it from our food as well. And then we drink amazing water for the conductivity. That's how simple our body battery works. But when we disconnect from any one of those, if you're inside for too long under crappy LED lights or wearing shoes all the time, not connecting outside in nature, touching a tree or getting barefoot or getting in bodies of water, that energy field, that polarity that which is primary because without our bio resonance, our chi, our life force, Mm -hmm. we don't have chemistry. Bruce Lipton will tell everyone that straight out of the gate. So if that gets dampened, it starts to affect the chemistry in our body. And that's where we start to see those symptoms of, you know, disease or fatigue or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. Well, and to quote Jack Cruz and many, many other uh, influencers that I've had on the show over the years, uh, learning about the power, little literal power of your mitochondria, which I mean, to simplify that, it, this for the listeners, it's it's the power plant at the, at the in, in the middle of your cell, right? So your cell is powered by mitochondria, right? So if you could fuel the body, right, in all the forms you've just said here, right? This is beyond nutrition, proper sleep cycles, you know, your circadian rhythm, but proper hydration, good, clean water, good, clean energy. You said grounding, all these things. You're helping that power plant times a thousand times all the cells in your body perform better and and heal, heal faster. 
before, I mean, yeah, sure. so back to your key word and your background of athleticism here is, is performance. So yes, now if you're a peak athlete or somebody's trying to be a peak athlete, you're going to try and hack it and figure out every little thing you got to do to get your body to recover faster, heal better, get stronger, better. But this applies to regular everyday life. Right. And you can't heal very well, or if at all, when you're decharged, you won't perform very well, if at all, if you're decharged. And to give the science behind it, for those who want me to prove it, it's super simple. There's this guy named Dr. Martin Paul at a Washington State University. He studied the voltage-gated calcium channels. Well, let's break down that word. That's Voltage-gated. <laughs> it's a gateway for voltage for your cells. Okay. Okay. Let's positive calcium into a negative cell, uh, which, you know, it, when it's open and that's not good, you don't want that. That causes cell and DNA damage. So there's a vibrational effect that directly affects the voltage, the mitochondria, the powerhouse of your cells. That's what EMF stressors do for our body battery. So at the cellular level, it's breaking down your, your electromagnetic resonance. And then it dehydrates us too, because it's 2.45 billion waves per second wow. is the level of destructuring water. That's a lot of bombardment. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that'll chip anyone away. So it were, I mean, it dumbfounds me to see that these professional NFL or NBA, their arenas, they're getting bought out and sold, you know, oh, 5G this, 5G that. Mm -hmm. They're zapping these athletes. They're making crappy decisions when these guys are machines. They never make mistakes. And then they're getting hurt. Yeah. Hey, it's scary because you don't think something as simple as a wearable device could actually be causing health impacts. But again, was our body ever meant to be strapped with these high-tech devices with minimal shielding emitting all this stuff. It's one thing if you're just wearing a traditional watch, okay? Like old school, mechanical watch, just, you know, you want, I don't know if they still exist. You can wind them up and and they keep time. Then fast forward to, and again, I, I'm guilty of this. As a firefighter, I, I was, uh, wildland-wise, we were in the wilderness. So I picked up a Garmin GPS watch because I wanted to know the altitude we were at. We had to measure uh, you know, fire weather behavior. We were constantly on the hour, every hour. I had to know where altitude we were at, uh, our Northwest, South, East, West uh, perspective compass wise. And then we had to literally use uh, wet bulb, dry bulb measurements. We had to measure uh, relative humidity in the atmosphere, temperature, everything to figure out, is it getting more dangerous where we're at? So having that technology was a benefit. Did, I, did it need to be wearable? Technically, no, I could have just had a portable Garmin and, and it put it left in my pack, not worn it on my body. So I have used this stuff. I've never cared about how many steps I did in a day. I'm good. Like, I know you'll appreciate this. I slept so good last night because I got home. I was traveling on business and my new property here, I have just under three acres and most of it's woods. And I was like, you know, I'm a big mountain biker. Picked up a new puppy with the wife and I love hiking. I love mountain biking. And I was like, you know, I've been as a volunteer, I've been building trails for years. I said, I love digging in the dirt. So I picked up my tool and I went into the woods and this started last year and I'm slowly building my own trail system up through my woods just so I can hop awesome. on my, just so I can hop on my bike and do a hot lap just to say I can. I'm like, it's like, you know, that's just something that makes me happy, but dude, I'm in the woods. I'm touching trees. I'm digging in the dirt. I'm, I'm, I get back into the house. I grill up a great dinner. I sleep like a baby. I, I, my iPhone gets put in airplane mode. It's in this office. My bedroom is in another wall in another place. I don't have any technology near me. I, I had to, I had to hunt for it, but I found an old mechanical alarm clock that I use. I'm that guy. So, um, well, but some have, people that's weird. <laughs> no, that's epic. And, and I have to give you huge props because that's probably one of the coolest things I think anyone can do is to create a trailhead. And mm -hmm. I, I've had a, we've had a family home in Palm Desert, California, for year for my whole life, literally. Sweet. And there's a we're basically it's on a golf course, and then right across the golf the fairway is a the mountains. Yeah. And I've scaled up and down the mountains my whole life, and 
I mean, I'd gone up to the top and I just do a straight line, just go boulder hopping and crush it. <laughs> well, this one guy, this golfer, he got injured. And so he's like, I can't play golf. The dude made a trailhead, the most incredible trailhead to the top of the mountain. Nice. Like effortlessly. And I'm sitting there going, I've climbed this thing for 50 years and I've never seen anything like this. It is the coolest trail, my favorite trail. And now I'm just sitting there, my head spinning. I'm like, man, this guy could write a book on these trails and how many people he made happy, like climbing this thing. It just, it's like literally a topic for your next book. That's how cool that is. It is cool because uh, even my wife, she's like, why are you doing that? I was like, well, because when my friends come over to go mountain biking, if we come back here after hitting a ride and that's, and let's say they broke something on the bike, we can wrench on it. We can fix it. I'm like, Oh, Hey, do you need to do a test ride? Well, not, hop on my trail. I have a quick trail. I mean, it's only 2.8 acres. You know, it's not like I have a ton of land, but I just, I'm like, I want my own hot lap <laughs> and I'm on okay. a mountainside. So it is, I'm switchbacking it. Cause it is on altitude. It is on a pitch. So it's not an, it's not going to be an easy ride, but it's like, dude, why not? Like, it's just woods sitting here, nothing going on. And so cool. It, it and, and my neighbors have woods touching me. And I was like, hey, guys, I might get near the property lines. Nobody ever paid for like, uh, like not zoning, but the um, they have no idea where the property line is. <laughs> so right. It's just woods touching woods. Like, hey, just give me a trailhead access. That'd be awesome. I'm like, you got it. I was like, so my neighbors are all cool with it. They're like, can I have a trailhead access? I was like, yeah, you want to take the kids out on it? Go hike around. I was like, when I'm all done with my section, I have another, my neighbor has the whole ridge coming off of me. I, I might just extend it add another loop on because he's like, yeah, I can never build on it. It's too steep. I was like, oh, I can make it usable. <laughs> oh, you're going to geek out on that. That will be so fun. <laughs> my wife's like, I don't understand you. I mean, we don't have kids. It's just my wife, myself and a dog. I was like, listen, I will make the time to build a trail. It's just, it gets me away from all the monitors, gets me away from the technology, helps exactly. me balance life. You're, we're supposed to be in mother nature. My wife and I are big mountain skiers. You're talking about putting yourself out in the element. Uh, we've already, th this season, it's been a great winter out West, dude. You guys are getting hammered. So we were in Tahoe back in the end of January. Uh, we just got back a few weeks ago from a trip in Wyoming and Idaho. And even that dude, you're at altitude. So you're closer to the sun. You're getting even more healthy exposure. Again, some people hearing that don't understand that. They think, oh, solar radiation, blah, blah, blah. Again, coming back from that trip, I was juiced. I was like, yes. I was like, you know, working out and skiing at altitude in powder, you know, thinner atmosphere has to make your body work harder, readapt. Immediately when I get back from these trips, I go right to donate blood because I know I got like super blood. <laughs> it's so oxygenated. <laughs> uh, I, I, like people don't think about these things, but. That's why I was like, dude, I got to share these stories with you because I figured like you would geek out about that too. You get that. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But so, so let's fast forward here. You obviously figured out you and I both understand EMF. Now we're helping people understand a little bit more, but dude rocks. You blew my mind. So how do you stumble across? And again, I automatically just to fast forward that in my own brain, I'm like, okay, he found a specific, maybe earth mineral or, or a specific rock that's more connective to speed up the grounding process. That was just me quickly jumping in only because that's the way my brain's wired, but I got to obviously hear the proper process. So you figured out to literally just take bags and collect rocks, obviously not any rock and help uh, health practices and doctor's offices who want to help people fix and, and work around EMFs to improve processes and obviously ground themselves without right. having to get like a actual grounding mat under my desk. So how do you stumble across that? Well, once I saw the athlete breaking down, so I wrote a book on athleticism and the first section talks about awareness and all the pillars for health. Okay. And that's where I kind of dove into, you know, this EMF space in a, in a big way. So about a decade ago, I started looking into it and I, I found another person's product and they were using crystals in it with copper. And I, and I really liked it. It tested well at first. And uh, so I, I started leaning that whole concept of, looking at, to the earth because they're the crystals they had a resonance i'm like okay that's where i gotta go so i had a doctor come and approach me because i started testing homes in newport beach and 
surrounding areas and got a reputation and for clearing houses. And he's, and he basically said, Hey, what are you using? I'm like, Oh, I'm using this product. I'm like, well, what are you using? He said, I'm using these, these crystals, these rocks. And so I'm like, tell me about them. And so I ended up getting treated by him. They were way better than mine. They tested better. They work better. And I asked to get access to, you know, the rights to it, the mine, mm-hmm. uh, which he didn't have. He was just getting them from another family. And so no. uh, I, he said, sure, I'm not bringing it to market. I'm retiring. And I don't even want anyone to know I'm clearing EMFs because they're targeting a lot of doctors. So I went right to a doctor treating people. I, I repackaged it and brought it to market. And we're now the leading natural provider of EMF protection. So how did this guy find, I mean, are, are these mines all over the place? It's obviously a specific type of mineral crystal yeah. that has to be sourced so in a certain region. Yeah. Yeah. They're coilite crystals. And they've been this one in particular, it has a moisture and a magnetic property. So that's the difference. Shungite, Ooh. amethyst, black tourmaline, all the other known crystals, they call them Tesla crystals. They yeah. have a resonance. They don't have the moisture, Scott. So Which it's we need moisture common... for connectivity. Or, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it amplifies it. So ours, we have to keep them sealed. We actually double seal them. And then it preserves their their properties because people would mine these before they would turn to dust. So no one's ever used them for EMF protection. Just from just drying out over time. Exactly. They dry out, turn to dust. You sprinkle them in your garden. It gives minerals back to your garden. But that's the other cool thing. These things in our, the way we deploy them in here, double seal them, they'll last for years. And so there's a lifespan on it, but all the other products I call them GMO products, stickers, or even scalar or, or Tesla coils, yep. that man-made resonances. It's just like eating GMO food to me. It's a man-made modified resonance and no one does it better than mother nature herself. And we call this the Schumann resonance, right? Okay. Do you, Why are Schumann? you familiar? Do you know, that's the healing pulse of the earth. That's okay. the known name of the resonance of the earth. It's so because you're using earth. a raw material from the planet, you can safely easily align with that statement versus a man-made product. Like you said, there is, again, companies like Bond Charge and other companies, I mean, they got bracelets and they got stickers you could put on your phones and all of these things. Uh, but to your point, there's a manufacturing process. There's probably a dilution of the actual efficacy of it. Uh, and again, to your point, it's like, well, if it's already naturally occurring in the earth, let's just bundle that, capture it, and don't change it. <laughs> um, so literally inside those sacks, you you keep the stones sealed uh, to ensure yeah. longer life out of them. And because they still have the moisture value in them, you said it's amplified. I heard that keyword. So that allows you, like, you could just stick this thing under your bed. Right. You put it on or your bed or underneath your bed. If it's okay. under, make sure it's touching the leg of the bed. You'll okay. sleep three to 50% better. So Dude. even a guy like you, that's super healthy. You'll have an uptick in your sleep. Oh, no, 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 no. This is going to, yes, I agree. But this is my latest hack for the wife that she doesn't need to know about because Justin, I love my wife. She's a doctor. She's an equine medical doctor for horses. She's a doctor chiropractic, Ivy League, very smart cookie. <sighs> Sleeps with the phone next to the bed. Okay. So Kairos <laughs> are our tribe. My daughter jumps horses. She's jumping a meter yep. 35. My wife, take, every Wednesday, she's doing jumping training. Yeah. So, so, so and we use Kairos all the time for the horse. So mm-hmm. Kairos are the, ones that will want to listen to this and understand this topic because once they hear it they can't unhear it and it mm. all makes sense okay. so her phone will go away you know because i've been trying for years it's well you are or have her put it in in our faraday bag like just quiet the resonance down like she can still keep that's, it ooh, that's okay security that i can do you know that then I can just do. 
throw it in there. And then it won't be, it drops the signal strength it's, down to safe level. It's breaking her habitual process. One good thing is this, where my land is, I have crap cell phone signal. So I already have an advantage because I get like one bar of coverage. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> but because again, my old house, after beating Jack and everybody else, I was like, dude, I threw the Wi-Fi on a special off switch. Everything got shut down at night. The wife, she's like, okay, well, if I'm on call, because she's an on-call horse doctor, you know, she runs a practice. They have two other doctors, but it's like, okay, well, if she's on call, she's like, I need to be able to get the phone calls. So I've had to, you know, meet her halfway. I think this is probably important for the listeners, right? Maybe not everybody goes as deep as I go or you. So we still got to meet people halfway. And here's the problem, Justin. She sleeps like shit. And I'm yeah. like, I've tried fixing the nutrition and everything else. And I'm like, baby, I was like, I'm telling you, the phone's not helping. One, I could shut the whole room's electricity down. Two, but maybe something as simple as meeting her halfway and say, go, let's stick the phone in a Faraday while you sleep. You can still get your phone calls. You can still get it. Yeah. Because yeah. also, but she's so habitual, even on her days off. I'm like, you don't need it. You're you're off. Don't put it there. But now I'm like, man, I got to get a bag of rocks and get yeah. a touch in the bed, especially for her. I'm trying so to help her. Those two points. And that this is a huge topic because and if it's not the wife, it's the husband mm -hmm. that will you know, do this whole deal where, you know, one needs more sensitive to it. And what she doesn't even realize is she's super sensitive to EMF. Mm. And so that pinging what happens, let me explain it, uh, just by the just normal biology, how mm. it works. We call them brainwave states. When you're in a delta or theta brainwave state, you're sleeping, right? Okay. Heard of those here? Your brainwave states low and slow. Mm -hmm. It's a longer, slower wavelength state. We've tested this. It's just common fact. So this is the woo-woo part coming in. Yeah. Factual. And we test it as one or below one to eight hertz or waves per second. That's when you're in a delta or theta brainwave state. When our athletes are, or you are in the flow and you're in the zone and you're just revving, you're like hitting every turn, hitting every mm -hmm. spot. You're just, you're, you're in flow state. You're eight to 12 or 13 hertz or waves per second. Okay. That's the speed of your brainwave state. Now these cell phones and mine's on airplane mode right now, but these cell phones will ping at 2.45 billion waves per second of no, a one directional waveform when you're supposed to be sleeping at one to eight. And so what happens is our brain goes into a twilight sleep. So we don't ever get into that deep restorative sleep. And when you put the grounding bags on your bed or underneath your bed, it creates a coherence. So mother nature knew we were going to zap the shit out of us and creates a coherence between us and these one directional waves and so they're, they end up being accepted by the body and maybe even beneficial for the body. So you get into that deeper sleep. And doctor, this might be my missing link, Justin, because oh, it is. I got to meet her where she's at. And I'm like, what can I do that still works around her dependencies on these things? Again, she has no problem going to sleep. It's that middle, Same. like when you should be in REM, dude, I'm good. I have no issues and yeah. it's frustrating to her. Like I'm, I'm out. I'm solid. I'm, I, I I'm good, <laughs> but she's not. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, five to 7am window. How do I fix that? You know, and this is the missing link that I could be trying. So. so Dr. Rodney White, another fellow chiropractor in, mm -hmm. in Nebraska, he, his deep sleep went from 45 minutes to hundred minutes for two months straight with the grounding bags. He's never, ever tested and seen better results than them. So wow. she's going to get some incredible results. But, uh, what I want to let you know is two things. One, our Faraday bags are only seven millimeter. So when someone puts a phone in it, it may or may not ring. When I first started making okay. them, it didn't ring. And now they're making the phone so strong that they ring. It's breaking through the bag. They ring through the bag. So we made two sizes. We had to double up on them to get it to not ring. 
And so mm. it, it's it's just crazy how strong they keep ratcheting it up, these cell phone signals. Oh, I'll test this. Don't worry about that. Yeah. I mean, it's not my phone. My phone stays in here on airplane mode. I don't, I don't care. You know, I was like, there's no, I have no tech next to my head, next to my brain when I'm sleeping. So, so when we, when we put a meter, uh, acoustic meter on this with a phone in it, it drops it to what bioinitiative.org would consider safe levels. And if, if your wife's an applied kinesiologist, Cairo, or that muscle test, mm-hmm. it, it muscle tests strong when it's ringing inside there. If you're just holding your phone without it ringing, you're weak. And yeah. obviously you're really weak when it's ringing. Uh, so put it in there. It'll still ring mo- most likely and you'll be, you'll be protected. Uh, the second note is she might have a really layers of toxicity built up from EMF in her energy oh, field. I'm sure. And I'm sure. a lot of us do. And the way to clear it is by tapping on the grounding bag. So this is a different applied kinesiology technique. Is that you a vibration release? What's that? Is that, a, is that are you releasing a, a healing vibration cycle coming off of the well, stones? What it does is it's it acts like a homeopathic tincture. So tapping on the tincture activates the molecules of properties inside. So it excites it. So they start to wake up and then it kind of says, okay, we're working even stronger now. Mm. And when you tap on it, it'll 10 X someone's energy, just period. Then you could tap on it and cover the eyes. One, just for 20 seconds, then the teeth, then your thymus, which is your upper chest. And then below your belly button, the intestine area. And that just doing those four areas, those are the four areas that get decharged. That'll flush her biofield of any stuck EMF, allow her to integrate with them. If she, if she still sleeps crappy, she needs to do apple cider vinegar, bentonite clay and protease, Mm. a proteolytic enzyme, a digestive enzyme, those three together will do a subtle detox you know over several days enough for her to clear out any internal toxicity oh i'm sure she's got some toxicity i mean and then she'll sleep dude (laughs) i love better than ever bro i mean i told you we're gonna geek out i love her but when i met her she was doing a lot of running no joke iphone right in the sports bra right over her heart i was like what are you doing It's like, it's like, you're just, you just want that all like in you, like, oh my God, like, no. And I mean, that's a whole other conversation. I mean, you don't even have to be talking about rocks right now. You just don't do that. Like this, these things are bad. Now, granted, we need them. Well, within reason. Uh, but dude, you t- I, I don't put my phone. To, I haven't put my phone to my ear since I had it with, uh, we used to call them crackberries, the blackberries. Oh yeah. Once we invented the smartphone, I already knew because I have friends that are RF engineers in that world. And they were like, yeah, don't put that by your head. <laughs> and again, cost for, for technology manufacturing, they're going to go just enough, you know, to keep within healthy limits. And then all of a sudden they change the healthy limits and all of a sudden they're just, it's just a mess. So smartphones are everywhere. Admittedly, I, I run my company off of it. So I do appreciate the technology but it doesn't mean I need to be putting it right next to my head. It doesn't mean I need to be sleeping next to it. Um, people do or, need to unplug more. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's SARS rating, there's absorptions ratings. They don't even test them with them right up to people's head. So no, no. We, and you see all these uh, x-rays showing breath, you know, cancer from breasts from oh. how, and it's the same imprint as the phone. What <laughs> really gets me are the road bikers. Oh. Dude, they're putting them on their sacrum, dude. Like on their lower I'm a road, back. I'm a road cyclist. I was like, I don't. That's where I, mean, I don't. I don't need the phone, but obviously, a road cyclist, your jersey pockets are right there. And then I was like, you know, I don't need it because I don't actually follow map. I know the roads I ride, but I went ahead and bought the um, the handlebar mount as if I was going to follow the screen, but it's yeah. not on because I don't need it. But I put it there so it wasn't in my jersey. Because we, it's like you said, you want, you want lower back pain. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And it's on the opposite side of your lower Dantian. That is your power center 
of your body. Every pedal that you take mm -hmm. should come from a couple inches below your belly button, which yeah. is the complete, uh, the sacrum is the complete opposite side of that. That's yeah. your power source for every athlete. So when you're working out and you got that router on your low back at your power center, it's zapping your mm -hmm. life force. So we want to raise everyone's level of consciousness and have them understand this stuff. I got to put your book. Is your book also on Amazon too? No, I was, and I took it off. I don't okay. like Amazon. Sorry. I know, I know. But I mean, I, I have an influencer page there, but that's okay. We'll make sure that, I mean, again, all your sites can be linked in the show notes. I just want to make sure I also put a specific direct link for that keyword of athleticism, because obviously from a keyword recognition that you, you picked a good job on the, on the, uh, on, on the book title. So, <laughs> Thank you. um, but I also noticed, so real quick, cause we are coming to the end of the hour here. So on your site, I'm going to screen share while I say this to you, cause I'm all about the starter bundle, but I also noticed that you have, what's the mini, so you have a deep, you have a deep sleep bag versus the mini grounding bag. So now yeah. in, the, in the starter pack, is that the mini bag or the deep bag, or is that a different bag? The bundle starter pack has the full size deep sleep grounding bag, the mini, okay, so which is about are. two to three ounces. The full size is about a pound of crystals. And then it has a mobile Faraday bag with it. So yeah. this is the bundle pack right here. It's That's a right great starter pack. Yeah. I love bundles. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I need to get that bag for her phone. <laughs> um, yeah, but what, we what, we're going to send you a care package. What's the mini meant for? That's for on-the-go protection. So that's like hotels? When, yeah, for cycling, for pocket, purse, or backpack. So when you're cycling and, and if the phone is on someone, they can maybe put it in a Faraday bag. Then it wouldn't have radiation on them directly. True. But uh, they could have a, a, a mini you know, in their pocket and then it's it's going to create that coherence between any waveforms that are kick off. So Ooh. this is, I put this in my front pocket. I put my phone on the outside of it. So there's a buffer, a layer of protection between my phone and my body when I'm carrying a cell phone. Dude, I wonder if I can get real time. Sorry, I had to geek out for a second. Last year, I well, my second attempt, and I finally finished it. I did the hardest mountain bike race in my life. It was called the Wilderness 101 in the mountains here in Pennsylvania, just east of uh, Penn State University. And uh, it's it's Wilderness 101. It's 101 miles on a mountain bike. And they just take you up and down this mountainside all the way out and then take you on the other side and bring you all the way back to the same yeah. campsite. And you do 10,000 feet of climbing in one day wow. on a mountain bike. The first time I tried it was a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic. And I had just recovered from a collapsed lung surgery and I thought I could pull it off. And I made it to like mile 67. I had to call it. I'm like, that's it. I'm coming back to finish it. But I was like, dude, what if I had a bag of rocks just bouncing around in my bike jersey while I was on that race? Because you were talking about this resonation and obviously, you know, rubbing them. I'm like, I'm just wondering. I'm like, would that have been like a little athletic hack? Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. That long a race, everybody was in pain. <laughs> There's people dropping like flies. I finished. The pros were doing it in like six and a half hours. They were mutants. I was wow. like, dude, I think I needed a bag of rocks in my in my in my jersey. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just wondering. I mean, would is there evidence of this happening in real time benefit, or is it meant to build up over time? No, you, you're actually going to feel it right away. So Dr. Bear Lando did a waveform test with the grounding bags. And they clinically passively treat up to 91% of the markers that were off on someone. So yeah, yeah, it's it's quantifiably tangible, like instantly there. And then, but where we see it cumulatively is when you get you know, several percent deeper sleep every night, you're going to start feeling better. True. Yeah, because obviously rest and recovery is one of the most undervalued things out there. Uh, besides obviously right. the technology impacts, but I remind people like, it's not always about the quantity. Yes, six to eight hours is important, but it's like, what's the quality? And especially as an athlete, dude, like, uh, again, like even the firefighting, we beat the crap out of ourselves, 16 hour shifts. And then, then you had to go to chow and then you finally lay down to go sleep under the stars. And you did this for two weeks straight before you had days off. So by the end of a wild and firefighting summer season, by end of September, October, you're just shot. Your cortisol levels are burned out. 
you're exhausted. Like I didn't want to hike. I didn't want to go to the gym at the end of those years. It was just a burn cycle. So, I mean, God, I wish something like this. Well, it probably was around. I just didn't know about it. I wasn't, I wasn't at the level that I'm at now knowledge wise. That's over. That's well, God, that's, that's uh, 13 years ago. So, (laughs) well, Lance Armstrong has some of the best protocols for recovery. Like guys would just be hanging out and high five and everyone he goes straight in the trailer, do some light therapy, mm-hmm. get him into you know, parasympathetic rest digest mode, and everyone's still amped for you know hours after the race. And yeah, exactly. And he's just goes back down into healing mode, restorative pose. Guys checking out, everything's going. He starts recovering hours before everybody else. Oh, I love it because yeah, so, he understands the importance of rest and recovery. You have to recharge, especially at a peak level of performance. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we we were burning as because I was a Sawyer too with a chainsaw, so we were burning ten to twelve thousand calories a day on a shift. Like you're just consuming, and the food was not great because it's government. And but I was like, listen, you didn't care at that point. Uh, but I mean, God, knowing what I know now, oh. And I was still one of the top performing guys, and I was considered old. I was thirty two. I was the old guy. I'm like, okay, that was weird. I put that in my book that I put out last year. I was like, hey, old guy. <laughs> um, oh, man. And if you had clean food or some lean oil, a good MCT oil, oh. you would have been just ruining these guys. And that's where people are. I mean, David Goggins talks about it. His nutrition was just crap. He'd beat the just Dickens yep. out of himself forever and ever. And then he's like, man, there's an easier way. It's not cheating. It's just more aware let me start introducing proper nutrition to hydration. Yeah. And so I, so I don't have to go through this misery and then let's start stretching so I can actually function, move yeah. my muscles and my fascia and all this stuff. So you guys, this stuff isn't woo woo at the end of the day. It's literally understanding basic physics, chemistry, biology, and applying them to what you're doing and unlearning what we've been sold on as health because all the crap food in the market. Now it's not even real food. It's just all chemical. So we got to get your body to understand that, that the chemicals, you know, we don't need it. We just feed your body real chemical free food. You know, I I love that statement because literally I feel like social media must've known that I was getting on with you because about an hour ago I had hopped on just Instagram quick to check some DMS from some, uh, some fans. And uh, an ad whatever popped up a dude's video and he was talking about i loved his connection to the uh the fda he goes you know we're consuming quote food manufactured garbage and he's like what you consume brings about the next result he's like why do you think it's called the food and drug administration we're following the standard american diet the sad diet manufactured garbage low nutrient value everything and then obviously what is the next step the drug. So food and drug administration. Yeah. The food we're recommending results in drugs. He's just like, stop it. And I just love that simplicity that he had tied into that. I think he'd get a kick out of that. I was like, Oh, it is actually pretty darn valid. Um, yeah, I'm not on yeah, listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen to what they're telling you. Drugs aren't health. Yeah. yeah. Chemicals aren't health. Mm. That's not how it goes. And Zach Bush, you know, he's fought his whole career. Uh, you know, actually more recently he's an MD and he talks about glyphosate, the oh. you know herbicide, pesticide. It's patented as an antibiotic, but mm-hmm. it destroys your gut health and gives leaky gut. And so he has his ion product, but he's saying 40 years of environmental toxicity is destroying everyone. I'll go back 140 years and the, we'll, we'll kind of leave it on this with yeah. this guy. The Invisible Rainbow. Have you read this one? Scott? I have not. Arthur Fristenberg? Arthur Fristenberg. Yeah. The History of Electricity and Life. I'm going to take he note categorizes of that. it back to before 1889. So The Invisible Rainbow, it's one of the most incredible books. They called the flu the flu before 1889 because it would fly in and fly out with solar flares, cosmic shifts in our electromagnetic blanket of an atmosphere. And not until 1889 when we brought electricity into our homes was a flu here to stay. And then 1918, the Spanish flu, we introduced radio waves. And then the Hong Kong flu, satellites, and then World War II, radar, Ah, 5G. Every time we had a massive massive spike of technology and innovation. Every 
every major pandemic because Scott, our environment is air, which we're not supposed to see, but in the big cities, we see it. But that air is ether or plasma that waves and particles travel through. Wow. If it's a one directional wave, it's a biostressor, a body stressor. It's an environmental stressor. This, mm -hmm. There's your woohoo yeah. that's broken down into tangible form. Dude, I travel a lot on business. Um, and instead of listening to FM radio, I do listen to audiobooks uh when I'm driving. And I just I just found it on Audible. Somebody did a voiceover on that. So it's a long book. Wow, it's almost 13 hours. That's gonna it's be it's probably one of your favorite reads you'll ever read. Yeah, Invisible Rainbow. Obviously, and then again, I have another vacation coming up, or I might just, you know. When I get done hiking and building trails, I might just sit down and read a book in the backyard. Uh, I might, this might be one I might have to get the physical on, like you have. I think I might have to go every so often. There's a book that I just have to physically read. And I think you're on that point. Well, listen, I have another show coming up in 15 minutes. I always ask my guest co host to help bring the show to a close. Uh, years ago, it was just some final words of importance to you. But then I realized everything that we're doing, right? Over 400 shows online, years of impacting people. And coming across interesting people like yourselves, I realized it's like, dude, now it's gotten to a point in my life where I realize what is our legacy message that we're leaving behind on this earth or to people we're trying to get through to. So I guess for your benefit and to help bring the show to a close, is there any kind of all-encompassing words you're trying to kind of sum things up with to people nowadays, everything you're impacting with EMF rocks and, and obviously the book Athleticism in your background, but is there a legacy message you'd like to leave behind? Oh, definitely. And stop living in fear, everyone. Get back to getting connected to the resonance of the earth because getting grounded by nature is the single most missed pillar for health and it's free. There's not a virus flying around to kill anyone. It's our adaptive system. So stop worrying about being sick or anyone else getting sick. Take care of yourself by getting connected to God, grounded by nature, and feeding your body with chemical-free food and hydration. It's that simple. I love it. Well, listen, Justin, hang tight. I'll give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, we will geek out about health and healthy lifestyle. And yeah, there's a little business tucked in there. You know, I, I've, I learned a long time ago, entrepreneurs like Justin, they found something, it made sense, it helps people. You got to do a business on it. One of the most simplest definitions of entrepreneurs is you find a problem, you fix it, and yeah, you got to get paid for it. That we have a livelihood. So I appreciate what he's done here. You got some guy who figured, found the rocks, found the mines, but he was retiring. He wanted nothing to do with it. Justin figured it out. So again, check out emfrocks.com. Remember, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. Justin helped us do that today. Great final legacy words. Make sure you hit rewind, go back, listen to that again. We're going to have them noted in the show notes on the website. But remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon.